Hello, and welcome to the Legacy Podcast. My name is Riley. I am Graham. And I am Colin. Uh, we all go to college. Um, I go to Texas A&M. I am a bachelor's in arts in computing, and I'm going to try to double major in GIST. Heck yeah. I also go to A&M, and I am a bachelor in arts in business administration. Probably going to focus in finance or MIS, or marketing. Don't exactly know yet. Very specific. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and I am a student at Pennsylvania College of Technology, so I'm a dirty northerner compared to these other two A&M nerds. Um, <laughs> my major right now is in computer engineering, but hopefully, if everything goes to plan, I'll be switching into robotics and automation, and that'll be a bachelor's in science that I'll hopefully be pursuing. Solid, solid. You know, it's kind of funny. Graham and I, even though we both go to A&M, I feel like we both have a lot of different stories to tell others. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been interesting. Actually, one thing I was kind of interested in was because like we've all so we have to to contextualize this. We all have a a group chat that we've been pretty regular in. And one thing I kind of wanted to ask Colin because we haven't talked is like. I, I know y'all have like a car scene up there. Like, what is it like? Cause I have like an, an off road club, but I haven't really found like uh, a cars and coffee equivalent yet in college station. Like, what is it like up there? Yeah. The, well, the car scene's pretty interesting. It's there's like a lot more tuned cars up here. I guess you could say like a lot of Volkswagens, like GTIs, Jettas, there's a mother load of Subaru WRXs up here. I think for every WRX <laughs> oh, yeah. down in Texas, there's probably at least 20 up here. I, I would say there's probably at least between 30 to 40 students who live here that own Subarus, and that's out of like 1,500 freshmen or so that we have that live on campus. So there's a lot of nice cars. Now... Unlike Texas, there's not a bunch of super duper rich people up here. So, so far, I haven't noticed anyone with like an extremely crazy car. There is a couple people that have pretty nice cars. I think the nicest kid here, he has like a Fiesta ST that's like camo wrapped. And then he has an original Forester STI, which I didn't even know existed until he showed it at the car meet. But yeah. the car culture up here is pretty strong. Definitely more strong than high school now that's not saying much because everybody just had really nice cars um and the car meets can get interesting i did not go to the last off-campus car meet which they have every wednesday at staples because i was a bit sick but apparently that got shut down because cops showed up so i don't know if they're doing that Ooh. ever again but what is, the, what's this oh sorry no you, you keep going i was like, what's the story behind that? Well, <laughs> I didn't see the cops directly, but there's, like, a account here that is, like, that accumulates all of the funny snaps throughout the school, both on and off campus. They call it PCT Thirsty. And uh, huh. I saw videos on his story of they would, they, a guy, I guess, went to the dollar store, bought soap, and then poured it on the ground, and then they were doing burnouts. 
Now, I don't know who the guy with the soap was, but I saw the video of the burnouts. There was like people in like 1998 Jeep Rubricons or whatever they made back <laughs> then. Yeah. Just people doing burnouts and all these really beater cars. None of the nice cars were doing the burnouts. And then apparently it got shut down by cops because uh, the local motorsport group posted that on their Facebook page. So Nice. The cars. Yeah. Did you ever when you when you were down here? Did you ever go to like Cars and Coffee in like San Antonio or Austin? I went to the ones in San Antonio a couple times, but I ever I never made it out to Coda, unfortunately, which was a shame because I really really wanted to go to Coda because I've heard that that's better than the one in San Antonio. But yeah, and so it's pretty cool. Our school also has a Baja Club, which I don't I want to be a part of, but I'm not technically oriented enough for that i mean they're doing absolutely everything except the engine in-house at their at the automotive department and so like oh damn i don't want to know how to i don't want to nor do i already know how to fabricate you know like a transmission or something like that so but they have the car culture up here is really strong and the nice thing is is with everything being a bit closer than texas like, if I want to go to New York and see actually super nice cars or go to, like, a racetrack. Now, there's no super, super nice racetracks that are super close by. But, I mean, there's a couple drag strips and then, of course, out of state, like New York and uh, all of those sorts of areas. They're, like, a three, four-hour drive. So, luckily, the cars seen up here is definitely a lot more strong than Bernie. Not saying that that is much, but it's nice. It's a nice change for the better. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, for us, like pretty much anything, like like the the concept of of distance traveled for like getting places is a lot different out here in in South Texas than it is in in the Northeast, because like you know, for real, where yeah, like we like me and Riley, for example, drove down to visit our friends uh, at Texas A&M Corpus Christi from College Station, and that was a four and a half hour drive, and like uh, yeah, give 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 some for that one though, because I feel like it was like. Five. yeah it was like four and a half hours five because we had to stop and, and eat and stuff like that but yeah like that's a that's a pretty normal road trip out here it's like you don't you don't really go to another <laughs> big city without traveling a couple hours but yeah. then in the northeast it's like you travel an hour and a half and you're in another major metropolitan area or sometimes like another state mm-hmm. depending where what side of the state you're on i mean like my that's the craziest thing about like texas and california not even california though because california is very like rectangular shaped and so it has like a small length or i guess width so if you're driving across california from west to east like you're it's not gonna be as long as a drive from driving yeah west texas to east that's like the polar opposite of pennsylvania because pennsylvania is very long but not very tall so width-wise, it's probably about a five-hour drive from edge to edge. But height-wise, you know, you could go from the bottom, like, Philly up to New York within, like, two hours, if that. So damn, size has definitely been a huge change up here. Like, just the, the spatial, like awareness is definitely changed because now everything is just so close it's really nice and also and also trees oh trees and the weather <laughs> the weather is so <laughs> nice the winter is hell hell on high water but we're not there yeah. yet so i'm not gonna worry about winter until it comes are you uh 
What uh, what days are you off for winter break? The thirteenth through the thirteenth. So y'all best believe oh. if I not be coming down, <laughs> at least for a couple weeks. Like I definitely would love to do a a boys' night. Okay. Yeah, well, it, yeah, definitely a boys' night. But we should have a boys' trip, like Paul Deer or something. We should do a boys' yeah. trip, and then while we're there, do a a huge round table podcast. <laughs> that, in the middle of camping. Yes. That would be that would be a fucking that would be a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, it would be yeah, it would be the Although best. although being able to make eye contact I think cuz like if you look if you think about like traditional like radio shows like people are able to make eye contact and then conversations are able to happen without the whole lag of a of a, you know, Skype or Discord server. Yeah, for sure. Um cuz like right now like you know, like we're able to talk to each other but if you start adding more people, it's like with the lag, it's so easy to step on top of other people and, and it just kind of becomes a, a cluster. Yeah, I think if we were going to do a large group podcast, it would definitely need to be in person because that way it's also easier to record because everybody's there. And as long as you have like one or two microphones, it would be pretty fun. Yeah. Although although we could do... um. We could do a one shot, a legacy one shot. I've been wanting to do that. Oh, for a that while. would be fun. Like, Wait, what is like that? D- so, uh, in D and D, like you know how like D and D sessions like they'll last like months and even years because not sessions, but the campaigns themselves will last a long time. Because one, you have to find time for everybody to get together and be able to do it, and also it's just like so in depth a lot of some some campaigns are so in depth and it always depends on the dm and their creativity and what actions your players decide to take how long it even takes for you to progress in the storyline all these different factors and so sometimes um people do one shots which are basically for one day for one session it is an entire campaign but they're they're campaigns engineered specifically for that one session only duration so, like, you can go online and look up D&D one-shot, and you'll find, like, some simple, like, scavenger hunt kind of thing, or, you know, find the damsel in distress, something like that, but it's very simple. It's very simple in terms of length. It's like a very story. linear very linear plot kind very of deal. Very linear plot, yeah. Gotcha. And that'd be fun. That'd be really fun, especially since a lot of us, a lot of Legacy has not played D&D. I believe only probably like thirty percent has played D and or like I, I, you know, yeah, a third of us have played D and D. Actually, probably less than that because it's like, like fifteen guys. Yeah, actually, can I? Yeah, should I should I give context as to what the term legacy is? I guess. Uh, so since we haven't well, introduced that, let's let's do the start from. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, let's do that. I mean, do you want to? give like warhammer and all that That that's like a lot yeah give us the deep lore like give us like a five minute explanation uh the deep okay okay so well grant were you were you in warhammer uh no oh so that's probably a good place to start off then because i i was not involved in that so like eighth grade (laughs) going way back throw it going way back way back way way back is like the 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 steam trio with nolan colin and i but um Actually, no, that's not even that's not related to Warhammer. But anyways, Warhammer is obviously like Warhammer is a tabletop game, Warhammer 40k, and that is uh, was an interest 
of ours, uh, Isaiah, Danny, and I, when uh, I I think it was like in the fall or something, Isaiah randomly just brought up, "Hey, like, do you guys want to do Warhammer sometime?" Like randomly, it was like it, after and it was in our Spanish class. Royce, I believe, was also there, and Isaiah's brother Josiah had played Warhammer. And, and this is this, in eighth grade still. This is this is in eighth grade still. Yeah. And Warhammer is the kind of game where it's like you drop a lot of money on it. You drop a lot of money because you have to buy the books, you have to buy the figurines, you have to buy the paint to paint the figurines. Yeah. You have to buy like all the different uh, boards and uh, maps, I guess. Yeah. Also, to the uh, to the anonymous third person here or the fourth fourth chair, uh, don't worry about these names. They'll come up if they're important. Or they'll come up again if they're important. Some of these names you'll never hear about again. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um. So Isaiah, Royce, Danny, and I, and his and Isaiah's mom drove to San Antonio to a um. Oh, what's Warhammer made by? Games Workshop. And uh, we walked in and just were like surrounded by all this different, you know, board game paraphernalia, and it's like you're in a wonderland. As a little kid, that was always like we always we were always fans of video games, but being able to share it with somebody, and then walking into a store full of stuff, full of like board games and stuff that's like way more nerdy than I was even used to. As a kid, that was very nerdy. I was in heaven, and so we all, you know, looked at all this different Warhammer stuff, bought the books for each little, uh, I guess. Uh, not, not, it's like a, a race or a species. It's like a, a, I don't even know the term. I'm not even get into it. There's so much Lord of Warhammer, and so we um, got the books and stuff. And we never actually played Warhammer. Like we all read the our own like different choice for of book and all that stuff, and always planned on doing it. But then money came into a f- you know play as a, as a factor, and we're like, wait, we're, we're eighth graders. We don't have money, and our parents are not going to drop hundreds of bucks on board games. And so that sort of fizzled away. So spring of eighth grade, no, it was actually fall of fall of um, freshman year. Um, more and more of us guys start talking to each other, hanging out. And so like Robert, he comes into uh, he. We're all talking with him and stuff. And so we decide to make a guys group chat. And so we decide to call it. Isaiah decides to name it Warhammer Forty K. Ultra Lords. Now, th- this is very Isaiah because you know he's a very spunky guy, very funny guy, and very creative. Yeah, <laughs> to put it lightly. So, yeah, to put it to put it lightly, he's very creative, and so he uh, gave us this name, and it's like it was such a weird name that it was like attractive to be in the group chat. Like it wasn't a jock group chat; it was a. I don't even know. Just like it's okay to be nerdy group chat kind of deal. Yeah, I guess it was like an ambiguous like whatever you are, it doesn't matter because you're a Warhammer Warhammer 40k Ultra Lord. Right. <laughs> and so, <laughs> at a certain point, this grew to like 20 guys. It was kind of it got really hectic, and a lot of the memes were being sent and stuff. And all of a sudden, like it was, it was a weird mix of guys though, because like I never, like Cole was in there. I never hang out with Cole at all. I had a sixth grade like, birthday party with him. 
I just, you know, I, I just never, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, took, no, up, I, took I, up I the chance that. to, yeah, like become friends, like you know, close friends with him. So, I, uh, a lot of these guys, like I, I never hung out with and stuff, but it was just weird, like being in the same group chat as them, especially as a freshman. You're still trying to figure out social, uh, how to get past social anxiety, and so. All of a sudden, Snapchat comes out with that update. Oh, what? When did Snapchat come out with that group chat update? Uh, at least like, like two or three years ago. I think it was. Yeah, it was sophomore year. So yeah. jumping into sophomore year, um, we uh, Snapchat comes out with this update of group chats, and all of us use Snapchat except like I think David. David didn't use Snapchat, so David was actually left in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. And so he. Uh, we decided, like, Robert actually made the Snapchat group chat, and this one was called Blood Gang. And no relation to the gang. It's just, you know, a bunch of a bunch of white kids. You're going to make a group chat named Blood Gang. I, I guess that's just, that's just how it is. And so Robert makes the group chat and throws everybody that was in Warhammer into Blood Gang. And at that point, Warhammer dies. Like, that, that iMessage group chat just falls apart because i mean it doesn't fall apart it just sits there decaying and rusting away because nobody's using it anymore everybody's sending memes into the chat the snapchat group chat and sending pictures and stuff and all this and uh that led up all the way to this year when see or this yeah this past year senior year when us guys all started realizing hey we should all start talking to each other talking talking to more people and hanging out with uh, more guys because i mean we're all leaving the next year it's like that subconscious like i'm probably never, never going to see half of these people ever again more than half of these people ever again might as well make the best of it you know and so graham if you want to if you want to stem from that you can oh yeah yeah so i uh my little backstory is i i kind of was um i went through a longer awkward phase than most and kind of didn't i stayed away from I, I had a I had a group of friends who were not very healthy and um, did not bring me up as a person or whatever throughout high school and so going into our senior year then um, I kind of I was I had a couple friends um, I I I'd talked to Riley um, throughout most of middle school and high school but we weren't ever super serious and um, I what what ended up happening was I, I talked to Riley and then I had a, a kid in my class Danny who I was sort of friends with but we hadn't talked much um and we had a group project so we came over um or I came over to his house uh and we we did this group project for our American history class and I think Isaiah um was also in that group and um uh, a kid named Garrett who didn't end up hanging out any more than that but uh we were at Danny's we were hanging out and then I forgot when was like the first true boys' night. Uh, that's weird. I can't give an accurate description on that because it, I have been friends with Danny since eighth grade. Yeah, and Isaiah has been friends with Danny since yeah. So you know, so the so, dawn of time. Right, right. So, so like Isaiah, true... Isaiah, Danny, and Riley were, had been friends, and I had not been friends with them. But we all started talking. And we all started hanging out a little bit more at Danny's house, and I want to say it was probably. Like later junior, it was like junior year, like probably fall of junior year, or no, sorry, spring of junior year. Is we all started like hanging out a lot more. Yeah, and then well, I y'all y'all did, but I I really don't think I started hung, hanging out with y'all until like probably 
late fall and then like early spring of like this year senior year yeah same with Probably. like same with like ryan and like anyway so anyway it, it kind of just like slowly developed into this group of guys who honestly mostly got together to drink but um uh it turned into the the legacy group chat and we would all go to danny's and there was Basically, the rule was we're all just going to hang out. There's not going to be any girls. There's not going to be any, like, stupid shit. No one's going to... Get, like, wasted. Get, like, well... Well. uh, Anyway, it's just going to be good, wholesome fun (laughs) with a whole bunch of dudes. um, And that's going to be that. And so we kind of started doing that. And then we all kind of started getting close because no one was, like, relying off... It it, Like, there was no, like, real dysfunction. It was just kind of, like guys who liked it it was like it was like a voluntary fraternity had kind of started to form out of people who were about to you know go away from from that and so now uh we had our we had our last true i want to say boys night in like what august middle or early august right uh yes also (laughs) did did you want to fill in some gaps there Yes, there were certain gaps that okay. I actually remember okay. that you remind yeah. me of. Thank you very much. Cool, cool. Legacy actually spawned from a group chat with... Um, I don't know why it was this group of people, but originally Legacy was Dylan, Colby, Ethan, Danny, and I. Oh. Yeah, that was the OG Legacy Interesting. Uh, chat. Now, this happened... This was made in 2017. <laughs> So that was January. That was sophomore year. I'm trying to think what, why that was that way. Oh yeah, and then I believe, and then I actually, legacy, the legacy group chat actually had a different name prior to it changing to that, and then we all just agreed that that was a, a, a funny, stupid name, and then kept with that. Yeah. Well, okay. So legacy Dylan Dylan actually made Dylan is the OG like like creator creator of the name legacy okay for a boys group chat okay made i will give all credit to dylan for that okay and so he uh made that chat and was i think i believe he said like hey like this group of guys like you guys are like some of the main guys that i want to be friends with till the end of my life and want to be able to work together in business and and life in general, and uh, have us create a legacy, and then he named it Legacy. Oh, okay, gotcha. And so I don't remember what it spawned from, though. I will ask him later. But I, I need. I'll, I'll. He's driving right now, so I'm not gonna ask him. Yeah. But um. So that chat died after a little bit, because I mean, it was, Colby is never on Snapchat. We all know that. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan. Ethan's always on Snapchat, but I just I just think that chat died out because we we were so focused on Blood Gang, and then Junior Year came up. And it was also summer, summertime definitely distracts you from technology, which is nice, but it also killed that group chat. And it was a very small group chat; it was four, five guys. And so, um, yeah, that's that's why I changed it to Legacy, and, and the reason why we made Legacy is because those boys' nights kept happening, and consistently um, with the same people consistently with the same people and uh we were like hey can we add colin to legacy yeah and i was like or because i remember i asked that because it was just it was just bernie boys at that point and uh like no one wasn't in no no one was in legacy but 
Um, that's because that's because no one was just able to make it to more boys' nights than Colin, because Colin's a working boy and he was working during school. Right. And so, yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I feel like, like I feel like in but in general though, like like the group of guys kind of came together because like we had we had all had like like some of us like were friends prior to like it becoming a group, but we all had had friends like. Or, or like friend groups like outside of that beforehand like in our earlier years in high school but it kind of just turned into this thing where like these are people like you know like you actually you actually like wanted to be with and like like actually like like brought you up as a person as opposed to yeah. like oh, just yeah, like for sure. took advantage of you or did did dumb shit that like was to your detriment or like whatever um and it just was like nice to hang around them i feel like that's the the core thing that like unified that group of guys um yeah and it's nice yeah it's been nice no, it, oh yeah it's been really nice and like we we've all been through our own hard times and so yeah you're definitely right about like the only group of guys that i've known to that i've been able to talk to yeah full about like you know problems and stuff and it's like even even if we just want to like shoot the shit like someone even one of us will be down like I'll say, like, hey, does anybody want to go dumpster diving? Even though I would never want to do that. Right. But like, hey, does anybody want to go dumpster diving? One of us, yeah, would would join in. Oh yeah. At least one of us. Someone would join always in. is participating in the conversation. Exactly. Or like we talk about the idea of it, and it's weird because like we can very easily make something so simple into such a funny inside joke. Yeah. And like. I don't know. It's we all have good chemistry, and it's weird because two years ago I would never have assumed that I would be, you know, hanging out with Matthew at Danny's house at two in the morning talking about our life, like our lives. Yeah, like that's it's very it's very cool to have like meet these guys, even though it was unfortunately at the end of my high school life, and so then these guys go to different places. But I'm still very glad to have built a solid relationship with these people because we still like you said earlier we still talk to each other every regularly every day yeah well and it's cool too that like i uh i mean like i was telling i was telling my mom this like you know because of that of that group of people and because we kind of fanned out in the way we did to different colleges because that's just what you do after high school like i i could go if i if i needed a bed to sleep in in like three different states and like in a lot of different places in this state <laughs> specifically, I could just hit someone up and they would be 100% down. And, and, you know, the same goes in the opposite direction. Like it's a, it's like a good feeling to have like a network. Um, and like, I, it's, it's also the first kind of group of people I found that like, I'm okay with like being a, like emotionally vulnerable with and like everyone is basically respectful of that. Um, whenever you know i need to be and i and i know other people have as well and it's just been it's it's refreshing yeah no, that's nice and like colin colin's the only legacy boy yeah that's truly super far away andrew andrew's actually very far away because he's he's in he's in las new cruces mexico. yeah las cruces new mexico so he's he's like five he's his i'm gonna do a little uh i think it's like six hours away yeah, shout out to his playlist. It's like his like his playlist like called five hundred something miles, because it's like that's how far away he is from Bernie. Oh. And so, like, he's 
500 and something miles away from our hometown or where we grew up, but Colin. Yeah, I'm out in the boondocks for sure. <sighs> Freaking, he's fucking far. Yeah. Where's Pentec 2, Bernie? Let's I mean, see. you are. It's far. And another thing as well is like, well, with the exception of Andrew and I'm sure other people in the group chat, like, I, unlike you, for example, like Riley and Graham, if y'all need to, you can see each other on campus or you can see Owen Foley. You know, Danny has Isaiah, Dylan has David. I absolutely not know a single person up here. I mean, well, I obviously, I mean, I know my roommates and I know like a couple people, but there's no one that I knew previously before coming up here. And I mean, sure. And it's very easy. To, it's very easy to fall into the cracks too. Yeah. At a big campus like yeah, that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do say like Andrew is far. Colin, Colin and Andrew are both. So Colin is 1,700 miles away. That's far from Bernie. Damn. Yeah. That's a far drive. And yeah, you and Andrew, you and Andy are both by yourselves and far away from home. Yeah. And so that's got to be a very shocking. Yeah. That's what. What was your What was your What was your thought on that? I mean, Colin? it's it's a far drive, and it's gonna sound weird <laughs> saying this, but. Even though as far as away as I am from home, I haven't gotten homesick at all for my family, but I do miss my friends. Like, you know, I haven't yeah. gotten like extremely homesick for my friends, but just like I just I don't know. I, I miss being able to like meet up, you know, during second lunch and just go get grilled cheese and stuff. It kind of hell yeah, but hell yeah, I'm doing well up here. I mean, relatively. Cover yeah. my mic, if I'm being quite honest, I wish I had better roommates, but can't pick <laughs> that, so. <laughs> that's that's one thing that's nice, is my roommates, I are pretty rock solid. Like, Graham and I feel like both have some pretty nice roommates that we're very fortunate. Like, Graham, holy shit. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I can speak to my roommates a little bit there. So, I moved into a, an off-campus apartment when I moved out here, and one of the things was... I um and I moved I moved off campus for a multitude of reasons but I when I moved into this complex I was the only person that I knew that was looking for a, a room in this complex and I was also late because I procrastinated stuff and so everyone at that point had um roommates and so I ended up in a in a four bedroom apartment with uh three other guys that I didn't know but it turned out that they all were friends and they all knew each other from a a small town in Texas um and yeah, I lucked out with that because they all, one of them is a, is a sophomore computer science major. Um, and then the other two are doing some other stuff, but they're all science, science-y people. Um, so it's nice because that's kind of what I, I generally fall into. Like I, I've played video games all my life and I work on cars and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I was definitely very, I guess, blessed to have a group of people that I was somewhat emotionally and, or not emotionally, but somewhat like similar to, despite the fact that it was basically a random selection process. And they keep clean, which is honestly my biggest concern. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually today my roommate Tyler and I had to clean my other two roommates. Uh, 
stuff in the sink because they both left for home this weekend. And so, like, this morning, we, like, look at the sink and it's just piled. Like, Graham, you remember from last night. Yeah, I was over there last it, night and it was... Like, we're, we look at it and we're like, yeah, we gotta fix this. Like, we're, uh, we're not gonna wait to see, like, what should be left and what should not. Let's just take it all out. Yeah, communication communication is 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 one of those things that I don't think that is really explained to people when they have to deal with a co-living situation. Like I, so for, for context, I actually had a friend move in with me for about a year, um, uh, until my, like the winter of my senior year. And then he moved out and did his own thing. But, uh, he was, he was underage at the time and he, uh, yeah. So he was, he wasn't living in my room. He was living in another room in my house, but we shared sort of stuff or we shared stuff cause he had to use my bathroom and my bathroom was attached to my room and, uh, you know, like kitchen space, uh, I, so I, I basically went through and, and one thing too, is that if you're, if you're best friends with someone, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be good with living with them. Uh, and, and so we were both people who were not super confrontational. And so it's, it's hard to realize that like, sometimes you actually have to confront people and as respectfully as possible say, Hey, this this is going to need to change. And like a, a weird example for that, at least for me was like, I had a, we shared a shower and um, the dude consistently went through like five towels a week. And his reasoning wow. was, yeah. And his reasoning was, was that it was like the towel was all, always wet. And I was like, okay, well then I then just, you put your towel here and I'll put my towel there so that we each have our own towel. And then after that it was fine. But like, I had to make that initial, <laughs> like, Hey, just we'll just separate our towels like that's fine i don't care um, oh so he like he like he threw your towel into the hand like dirty dirty hamper yeah he would like throw mine into the dirty hamper and then get a new towel out and so like i was constantly doing laundry because like i was having like i had like six dirty towels in the hamper why didn't the why wasn't the thought process hey since his towel is always wet why don't i just get a towel for just myself well and yeah and and that's that's ultimately i i never it never occurred to him i guess so because he wasn't ever going to bring it up with me so i basically said hey i'll just put my towel in the more inconvenient space and then you can put your towel in the more convenient space and then we'll be good but it's like weird things like that that you wouldn't think about that make living with other people interesting and i like colin do you have any stories like that so far with your roommates oh i have quite an interesting story with my roommates so yeah i mean i haven't had any like crazy confrontation it kind of sucks though because most of the time it's either me or my roommate chase we're kind of the ones that are doing the cleaning up uh the other two they stay up late and they wake up late Um, i mean like they've been pretty okay it's just that for me personally i'm not very much on the whole i like to party a lot I've, I mean, like, you know, Legacy is an exception because, like, with Legacy, I was comfortable, but I've, I've never been one to, you know, go huge in, like, huge parties or huge groups and get plastered and stuff because right. I'm not a group person and I don't know how I'd react around alcohol because I've never been drunk in a huge group because I really right. don't drink that often. I mean, with the with the exception of Legacy, I've only had a beer once out of the Legacy group. So, it's, nice. but I mean, that it's been true, yeah. they're they're pretty good. 
overall, I mean, they can, like, right now, y'all can't hear, but they're, they're popping some music in the living room, so unfortunately, I've kind of had to lose quite a bit of access to my computer, uh, compared to, like, when I used to have my own room, because now at the living room, when they're bopping music, and we have, like, you know, ten fucking people in the living room, it's kind of hard to concentrate and play anything, or use my computer for anything, but I do have my moments, if, if they're not partying here, they're normally gone, so luckily, when they're gone, I can kind of relax, but, I don't have, like, any single crazy story, uh, except, um, so one time, it was a roommate, my roommate's birthday, and there is a flag in our room that is a brand of, of a, a, a beverage, and the beverage rhymes with Lorona. Uh, it's, it's yellow, it's got a camel, and it's always five it's, o'clock it's, somewhere. It's, a, it's, it's, it's alcoholic. It's an al- it, it it may or may not. I'm not. I'm not, neither it confirming is, it nor is a happy denying beverage. these allegations. But so it was my roommate's birthday. We had this flag, and he's like, for his birthday, he's like, "Yo, what if we got Corona? Uh, I mean, Ronas." And then uh, <laughs> and uh, Mar- Mar- took a Maroon, photo, Maroonas. yeah, Maroonas, and took him in front of this flag that we had in the living room. So they go out. This was Wednesday, I guess, because I think this is yeah, it was Wednesday. So I was actually sick at the time. I had the flu, coughed up, sneezing. And um, like 30 minutes after they say they're going to leave for the car meet, they come back. I hear a knocking on the window. And they're in the middle of the courtyard, which is supposed to be a like staff-only parking area. They pull up. This guy runs up with fucking two packs of 12 uh, Corona extras in a basket. And then it's covered with like clothes. And he gives them to me, pop them in the fridge, let them sit for a bit. They come in like 20 minutes later after parking in the parking lot hell. And uh, they come in with limes. And they're like, all right, Colin, it's, it's his birthday. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was playing like Forza at the time with Nolan. I, I had to go <laughs> I was like just chilling. And they're like, you dude, come on. You have to have one beer. And I was like, I'm kind of sick. I don't know if this is a good idea. They're like, dude, come on, have one. So I took it. I popped my lime in. And then for about probably 20 minutes, I would take a sip every, like, minute. I very, very lowly and slowly took that thing down to empty. But I'm not much of a, uh, a drink person. But uh, so And the funny thing is, is after having this single beer... I, I I had actually gotten a buzz from a single beer, not even <laughs> joking. It's like from nursing it. Wow, it, that's it was a noticeable buzz. And as so, I I get another one. And bear in mind, my roommates at this time they've been downing this shit. They know how to chug it like it's water. And I'm out here sipping one. So I go get another one on my second one. I have probably about two sips. Put it down, and then um. I'm like going up because we had a couple friends from right across the room. They came in, and uh, then I heard this knocking on the door. I I didn't really know what that was. I I initially thought it was a roommate. People on the other side of the hall. So I opened the door, and on the other side of the door is my my RA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh shit! And he's well, actually no. What happened is before the RA walked in, we were blessed with about 20 seconds of free time. So what happened 
is we oh, I open up the door. RA is staring me right in the eyes. He says, "I'm coming in about 20 seconds. I just need to get go to my room real quick." So I'm like, "Okay." Oh, wait, no wait. Your your RA lives with you? No, he lives down the hallway. And so okay. uh, he knocks on the door. He's like, "I'm gonna come in about 20 seconds. Let me run to my room real quick." So I close the door, turn around, and like to the eight guys that there, I'm just like in a whispered. Yeah, I was like whispering. The loudest I've ever whispered is like, guys, the RA Rudy's out there, scatter. And so it was like <laughs> watching the three stooges. We're grabbing beer bottles, hiding them in every single place. Because we had like 24 bottles of beer. And uh, we went through the whole pack through the whole night. <laughs> RA comes in with the assistant RA. Oh, and they're shit. like, hey, guys, uh, can, can anyone that doesn't live here get out? And uh, so they get out. Um, right before they came in, we sprayed for breeze. So apparently, it didn't smell too bad like alcohol, but I doubt that because I couldn't <laughs> smell because I was sick. <laughs> but they smelled alcohol when they like the our friends across the the hall. They smelled alcohol when they first came in. So even I think after the breeze, RA probably got a good whiff of that corona or rain arona, aroma, and. Uh, so he walks in, he's like, yeah, guys, just wanted to let y'all know there are some allegations about people on the floor. I'm not going to, there's been no names specifically named, so I'm just going to assume that it's not y'all. And then he, like, winked. So he obviously knew it was us, but there was oh, no way he, to prove it. Oh, yeah, um, no, he also so gave I you guess, a 20-second window. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> and, his, and what happened, I guess, is, like, a couple days before, my roommates at like one in the morning, they got plastered and then offered to give a girl on our floor beer. And he act, and she reported us to her RA. Um, and then my roommates like, had constant, like they'd kind of been catcalling to a degree to girls on the floor. I didn't take any part in that. I catcalling saw my thing. So they're catcalling like girls and sit. So he comes in and he's like, I can't, for a lot of these, I've just heard rumors. I'm not going to stick it to y'all because they're just rumors, but y'all need to get y'all shit in check. And if y'all have any beer, make sure to get rid of it because we're going to be doing our health inspection soon and I don't want to get y'all in trouble. So He's just looking out for y'all. That's awesome. Yeah, he honestly was pretty chill. It's just that because my roommates have been a bit AWOL and fucking balls off the wall. He's had to kind of reprimand us a couple times, but it's been nothing crazy. And uh, so I haven't, we haven't had any beer in here since then. Um, so that's good. Nice. That's, yeah, that's, that's exciting. I, I have not had, I have not, I have not drank. Yes, you have, when we're in Corpus. Pardon? That was not in this town, though. Uh, so I have a story from Corpus, though, that does okay. relate to that. And I was when Grandma okay. there. So uh, last weekend, not this one right now, but last weekend. Right, second, last weekend, because, yeah. After the second week of school, we um, went to Corpus to visit our boys, Danny and Isaiah. And there was a party. Uh-oh. Now, same situation, Colin. Like you, it reminded me of, of of what happened because like I can't drink. Yeah, I medically cannot drink. The fiftieth time of me saying five hundredth, sorry, time of me saying this, I can't drink. I'm on Accutane. Yeah, I feel like I say it so much, and I feel like I'm like one of those one of those guys like beating a dead horse. Yeah, beating a dead horse, being like I'm vegan, by the way. Oh, no, yeah. I just, like, <laughs> I'm on Accutane, like, by the way. I'm on Accutane. By the way, I'm hey, on but Accutane. did you know I'm on Accutane? 
by the way, I'm Manakitan. I can't drink. Oh, okay. Yes. But like, Thanks. also, like, don't give me that drink because I can't drink because yeah. I'm on Accutane. My doctor, oh shit! I didn't know you're on. Okay, cool. My doctor. My doctor prescribed me on on this medicine <laughs> called Clarivus, also known as Accutane. Hell yeah! Nice. So anyway, party <laughs> Corpus Christi. Yes. So wait, are you on Accutane? No, I'm actually. Oh, okay. I'm on acetone. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you too. Yeah. Wow. So, I'm a sober boy. I'm a DD, and so those the guys that we met over there have a beer pong table, a ping pong table, like a beer pong table at oh their house, at their apartment across the way, and so they're like, "Hey, we want to play some beer pong. Is anyone here?" sober and willing to drive us to the to get it and i was like hey fuck it i'm not doing anything i can drive and i'm excited i i want to have some fun little adventure so we go drive we uh we park in handicap parking lot parking because it's like right next to the apartment uh cops like to patrol around the campus because corpus is on its own island like A and M Corpus is on like the university is on its own little island, and so all the students have to live on campus. And um, like you can live off campus in an apartment, but like PSA students, like especially or like just like PSA, PSA PSA refers to the transfer program. Yeah, so PSA. Should I talk about like Danny and his and P? Do you want to? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I mean, it's, okay. It's, yeah. So yeah. So so our friends Danny and, and Isaiah are in Corpus Christi right now because they didn't get full admission into A and M, uh, where me and Riley are. They plan to go to A and M, and they're currently doing a program where you do your first year at uh, System School, uh, which is Texas A and M Corpus Christi, and then they'll be theoretically up here next fall for our sophomore year. So anyway, that's yeah, that's yeah. that. So PSA kids have to be on campus. And so, um, so these kids are also PSA students. That's, I mean, that's why they're hanging out with Isaiah and Danny because all the PSA kids hang out with each other. All the rest of the Corpus kids, uh, I don't know, do do something else. I I don't know what they do. I'm not doing shoot yeah. math in the back alley. They, <laughs> shoot math in the back alley while partying on the beach. Partying on the beach. And so, um, Corpus Christi is on the coast. Yeah, I feel like if you don't know Texas geography, Texas geography. Uh, even I feel like even if you don't live in Texas, you know it's like 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 everybody knows where Jacksonville is, even if you've never been to Florida. That's true. And Miami and all that. And so, um, cops like to patrol, especially because it's a Friday night. Cops like to patrol the campus from like ten o'clock to one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning. And so this is like eleven thirty. And we drive over. I park in handicap parking for one, and for two, we're trying to. The reason we park in handicap is so we could sneak the beer pong table into the back of my car without being seen. Uh oh. Yeah, and so we very successfully park in handicap, get into the apartment, get the beer pong table, and put it in the back of my car. As soon as I pull out of my parking spot, I see a cop car, a police cruiser, and. I said you only have a table, so like I only have a table, but I was also in handicap parking, right? So I don't like I I don't know. I've always been get like I don't know. I just don't want to get a ticket for that. <laughs> ticket, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, for some reason you kind of just like are a magnet for tickets. I am a magnet for tickets. I literally got a I got a ticket for not having 
for being parking in my own parking lot. You've had like you've had like three in your life, right? Yeah, but like I'm talking about parking tickets. Like I have a right, knack right. for getting parking tickets. When oh yeah, yeah. But thing is, I have a knack for getting parking tickets when I shouldn't. But I've never gotten parking tickets when I should. Like the same thing when I parked next to Hullabaloo for like four hours when it was right. thirty minute parking, didn't get a ticket. Right. Parked a handicap, didn't get a ticket. But I fucking parked in Reed Arena for the uh, midnight yell and got a ticket <laughs> or a warning. But still, like what? Like fuck yeah. off! Like I have my pass. Like the pass literally yeah. allows for me to park in Reed Arena. Yeah. And so, um, I go. Uh, this cop's like trailing us. Like he like slows a bit and starts trailing us to the apartment. Oh. And so. I, I'm trying to find parking looking like some drunk asshole because I'm a big-ass suburban in a it's quite terrible parking lot. And uh, after I look like an asshole and an idiot trying to park, we like wait for him to like pull around and then get the beer punk table and put it inside the apartment. But then uh, I think the guy's name is Jared. I don't know. One of the guy's names, Jay. I'll just call him Jay. I don't remember his name. Jay and I were like, okay, we'll, since the girls are always using the, f- the bathroom inside, like, like always using the bathroom inside. It was pretty weird how often they came into the bathroom and then left and then went back again. Like the same. As room. they got, as they got, as they got more intoxicated, got, it was like, <laughs> it was like, I, w- I would have to like stand right next to the bathroom to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a little ridiculous. Yeah. And even crazy. then, like, yeah, as you're entering the bathroom, the girl will like, try to like walk in with you and you're like no i'm gonna you know yeah, stay out yeah, of the like, bathroom yeah you know? like i don't want i don't no i need to i need some privacy <laughs> like so we're like fuck it we're gonna pee in the tree we're gonna pee on the trees outside <laughs> the oh, apartment. No. Oh, <laughs> and no. so we uh we're peeing on two different palm trees or whatever and all of a sudden we see another cruiser come by and we like freeze because it's like, oh shit, there's a cop car like right there. The thing is, these trees are thick enough for us to like, like mosey around and do like a little, like ring around the rosy. And so we're like slowly shifting as we pee, just like looking like at each other and at the cop car, trying to like pee. Like walk around the tree so that he can't see you. Walk around the chi- tree as we're still peeing so he can't see us. Fantastic. Yeah. And then as like, and, like, at a certain point, he turns and, like, gets, like, covered. Like, his sight is blocked by a car. We we literally, we don't even zip up our pants. We just sprint to the apartment. <laughs> and then, even better, we get up to the apartment door, and uh, we're waiting for one of uh, his friends, one of Jay's friends that came out of his apartment, because he knew, he knew about Danny and Isaiah's party, or the party there. And so they go. The guy's walking, and the cop sees him. And the cop literally turns and aims his cruiser with the lights, high beams, aiming at the apartment. And so we're just like, oh, shit, get in the fucking apartment now. Go, go, go. We get inside, and we literally, we, like, quiet everybody down. We're like, shh, there's cops outside. Literally, same exact thing, Colin. Like, the Three Stooges, literally, like, you see all these dudes, these girls, like, wondering what the hell is going on, super drunk. And we're just like, like, it's a huge-ass beer pong table beer pong table set up and all the beers already in the cups somehow and um uh 
we're like trying to like we're like pouring the drinks down the drain uh putting like the the beer bottle beer cans in the cabinets and stuff behind like the pots and pans and all this crap and like all these girls get shoved all these girls and guys like mosey and shove into isaiah's room well danny graham Boobrub and I <laughs> and I uh, just sit in uh, Danny's room, waiting out the storm. But like it turns out, like I think like, the guy, the cop was just curious and then didn't care enough to pursue, and just fucked off. That's a good story. It, yeah, it was it was it was an interesting turn of events. Uh, I would like to say that I was so intoxicated at that point that I don't remember that at all. Really? That was yeah, oh, I, you were in Danny's room the whole time. Cause I right. I drove with I drove with Isaiah J J and uh, the other dude I forgot his name yeah but I don't even remember people freaking out and going to Isaiah's room oh yeah no it was it was kind of funny like like f- Interesting. all the girls were in Isaiah's room and there were like three guys in there and Isaiah uh, I think J uh, and and I and someone else were all like just cleaning up the beer cans and all that gotcha and then I just went into Danny's room and talked to y'all. Because like nice. ah, Danny's the most sober, so <laughs> yeah. And and Graham Graham's a fun fun drunk. So in terms of conversation, <laughs> you know who's a fun drunk is Colby. Colby's a very fun drunk. I've never seen. Yeah, Colby on the last drunk. day that we all hung out together, I was sitting on the back porch with Colby, and he decided that he was going to give me his entire life story, um, but. Because of tangents and because of drunken tangents, his, yeah, because of drunken tangents and his inability to properly track where his conversation was going, I think he, we, we he restated the same thing basically for a solid thirty to forty-five minutes, and I was also I wasn't like gone, but like I was inebriated and. Honest to God, I think we probably talked about the same five things for like 45 minutes and oh, I just went along with it. Yeah, it was it was a little ridiculous. Yeah. RIP, I didn't wasn't able to make the very last boys night. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, but we should we should have a We need to do a winter one. boys meetup, please. Oh, we're we're, yes, we're definitely doing a winter boys oh, night. Yeah. Without a doubt, doing a winter boys night. And if you don't show, you're a hoe. Exactly. Yes, sir. And then I think I think me, uh, I don't know what I'm going to, I'll be back in town a couple times because me and Riley obviously are able to come back more often than everyone else uh, or than some other people. Most of us can come back to town pretty easily. But yeah, I think we're going to be back in town a couple times over this fall and the spring to mess around. Sounds good. That does not sound good. Yeah, I was going to say mess around is not the right. Yeah, Thanks. that was not oh, the right wording. Not the well, right wording for that. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just joking. Well, that's good. But um, yeah, well, yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, college, college has been college has been nice so far. A problem that I've run into is like, there's so much to do, but like, high school you could do so much shit at once and be fine like i'm oh yeah i was sorry i really i haven't asked you about this today have you um how did you get any uh no any flow no i didn't get any flows i literally i literally literally, it was right after mass i literally looked danny i got in the car i looked him i was like i was like 
Oh shit! I forgot about the flow flow uh, uh, application application answers or whatever responses came out today. Like the flow acceptances came out today. Yeah. And so like I check my I literally pull up pull up my pull up my phone check my email. It says like the flow thing. It says you know like the huge like bullshit paragraph where it's like. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like we is a very hard very, process. Very Actually, process. wait for the for, for the fourth chair. What is what is a flow at Texas A and M University? Uh, all right. Flows yes, are so f- yeah, and also for Colin. <laughs> yeah, so flows are freshman leadership organizations, Ooh. and they you meet a lot of people through them. Like if you if you if you're able to join one. Uh, there, there are like 13 different flows, and they're specifically for freshmen, hence the name Freshman Leadership Organization. And so, uh, like I said, they're, they're definitely for making a lot of friends, and, um, you know, it's, it's, just a, it's just to have a great freshman year. You know, it's like, it's kind of like a weird form of student council, but you don't, like, you, it's weird, you know? It's college, and it's also seventy thousand person college. So yeah, y'all's college is huge compared yeah. to mine. Uh, Ten thousand, like twelve thousand freshmen. It's more than my whole entire school. That's wild. Yeah, but um, yeah, flows are honestly like it, they're great. They're great, and therefore, I mean, it would probably look great on a job application uh, um i mean they would look good on a job application but or resume, I th- a resume yeah but i mean the thing is is like there are 13 flows the i think the maximum flow i think the biggest flow is like 50 freshmen if i'm not mistaken oh. 54 freshmen Jesus. so doing the math that's let's let's say every single flow is 54 max people involved like 54 max freshmen yeah. accepted yeah. Times thirteen. Uh times thirteen. That times um the twelve thousand freshmen. <laughs> or wait, no, sorry. So that's alright, fifty four times thirteen, that's seven hundred and two freshmen, divided by the twelve thousand freshmen there are, you have about a point zero you have about a five percent chance to get into a flow. Jesus Christ. For real. And so and the standards are pretty arbitrary. This, also, I'm back. They really are because they're the interviews are by college students, like sophomores right. and juniors and seniors. And so you can't be. It's weird. Basically, some some flows you have to just like prove. Like you just have to be willing to prove that like you can annoy the fuck out of people with how crazy you are in terms of just like yelling through academic plaza and so and like you can't really fit that all into a little interview you can but you also have to be somewhat professional in terms of you know not looking like a total fool and i i don't know it's just i mean yeah it sucks i'm not in flow i didn't get in flow but everybody that i've talked to every one of my friends that i've talked to so far like seven p other people have not gone to flows either any of them and that's that's also to say that like there's this campus is an undergraduate population of about 50k and uh so we have about a thousand student organizations 
Yeah, we, some of those yeah, are over, major specific. Over a thousand. Yeah, and so some of those <laughs> are major specific, but it's like if you want to get involved, like it's not. It's not hard. Yeah, it's, it's not hard. It's a cupcake club. You Dude. just gotta show. You gotta show up, honestly, for most of the organizations, and then you you basically show up enough, and bam, you have friends. Exactly. Like that's like like it's weird. Like I'm. You have the Aggie Speleological Society, but like I'm not a geosciences major. I just love caves. Right. I'm gonna join the club so I can just meet these people who also love caves, have a fascination for caves, and obviously I'm gonna join like. Ag Investment Club and join, uh, uh, try to join, apply for Forward, which is like another organization. It's kind of like flows, but it's, it's engineering, it's not engineering, sorry, it's business based. And so that's business and I'm interested. And so I'll meet other students in the business school. Right. But like also coffee club, uh, you have a, um, like off-road club, uh, there's freaking th- like A&M Thespians. Literally, auditions for the Thespian Society. A&M Thespian Society is on the twentieth this Friday. What is the auditions Thespian? for the for the Thespian Society? Sorry, for their one act. Oh, Thespian like theater. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so their their one act play auditions are this Friday. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm interested, so I need to e- email them about like, or I'll check their email about what the auditions are specifically. I think it's just like a monologue. But then I have to like learn a monologue. And it's like, yeah. I love theater. And so I'll yeah. do that. But that has like nothing to do with oh, my yeah. major. But that like that's not the point. That's yeah, what's man. great yeah. about school. Especially like, that's what's great about college and especially university like A&M with a large population. There's, with a large population, there are a lot of different people. Yeah, basically, you're able to find your your little niche and like exactly. people who, like you know, there's there's quite a few people who rush for fraternities, and there's quite a few people who at this school go for flows, um, and, men, and other men's stuff. And orgs. Yeah, men's orgs, women's orgs. Yeah, which are more self-explanatory, and and it's like, it's just they're held to this higher standard. And like my my dad was a was a not not to speak down to anyone who's in fraternities, but uh, my dad was a Phi Delt. Uh, back in college and he was like i ultimately got used uh, to drive people around for the most part and and to clean up and, and set up for parties and in all honesty i didn't get all that much out of it yeah uh but other people do and, and it's like it's just like one of those things where it's like you can't you got to really contextualize stuff because it's like your freshman year of college and in all honesty the stuff you do now isn't going to necessarily set the path of your life that you're never going to be able to get off of and if you don't get into x organization now you're never gonna be rich because like in all honesty like stuff like men's orgs or flows and or fraternities like are nice now and can help you network but especially like with flows like no one's gonna really care uh when you're in the professional world that you were in uh fast at at texas a&m not to call it any specific one but you know like it's it's like it's just one of those things where it's just like it's good for now when you kind of want like a social group and also like a thing to like do volunteer work but like at the end of the day for me i don't know about y'all but for me the way that i selected the clubs that i'm in now is not because of the benefits but but just because i know that i'll actually enjoy being in the club exactly and uh i don't know it's it was nice experimenting my fr- my senior year of high school because like I, senior year of high school like fuck it 
Yeah. Like I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll, if I want to, like, if you don't want to do anything senior year of high school, that's all you. If you want to do everything high school year or your senior, senior year of high school, that's all you. Or hell, high school in general. So I decided I'm going to do everything. I, I'm a class officer. I will having to be helping my president set up the class reunions every 10 years. And I was student council and I was in theater. I was in tennis. I was in wilderness club. I was in environmental club. I was wilderness club. A wilderness club. Rep, rep. Um, I was in chess club. Like it, it was, I was not an anime club. I will say that I was not an anime club. Damn Sadly. it. I, Damn I was not it. prestigious enough to be an anime club. Damn. That is a shame. Anime, anime club at anime club was the shit. It was, I, it, it was, was honestly, it was, it was kind of funny. Anime club, anime club went hard. They bro. went hard, dude. They freaking used the library every day. Yeah, <laughs> every freaking. Yeah, honestly, day. it was kind of hilarious walking into the library and just hearing like Japanese and like looking over and it's like cartoons and I'm like, okay, all right, you do you. Our anime club was scuffed as hell. A champion, the, the guy who led it was like a neckbeard, and they shut down the whole entire library. So if you weren't an anime club. Every other Friday of the month, no. you, you what? couldn't get in. So yeah, they wow. shut down the whole library for like two people in Anime Club. It was scuffed as hell, and the guy was like, "I can't." I heard the halfway through the year they changed him, but the guy like the first semester was probably like three hundred pounds, like five foot something, just total stereotypical what a neckbeard looks like. I mean, I'm sure the guy was <laughs> probably kind of nice or pretty nice, even if that. But God, he uh, he would get pissed at people if you entered the library and you weren't in anime club. That was like a sin. It was a <laughs> deadly sin. Jeez. It was his library. Yeah, they all they did was like like take out some seats, but like all the computers were still accessible. And there was another part of the library. That Sorry, was, my computer like, for just everyone decided else. to fucking perish. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, do your roommate like invade? like dark how 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 dare he <laughs> bust on the door now colin yeah. sorry colin is actually getting invaded by his roommates with pots and yeah. pans i think Dirty. my uh i think my laptop doesn't like me oh no sorry it's okay, it's okay. we are well that's that's pretty good because i don't like you either oh well this podcast is... <laughs> oh oh wow okay <laughs> this podcast oh. is a good turn <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that might be a good, probably, place to stop. Yeah. We're at about an hour, yeah. ten minutes. Oh, yeah. This was yeah. just a good kind of just getting to, you know, set the, the, the base. Set the base. Um, just talking. Wow, that that actually went a lot smoother than I expected. Oh, yeah, for sure. going to be honest. And uh, yeah. there's... <laughs> we cut each other off. We go on call. Oh, I was gonna say it, Discord had some issues on my end, but luckily, since I'm recording, yeah. it turned out fine. So we'll figure it out. Yeah, that's post. why. That's why I think it's. Yeah. Oh wait, are we done recording? Um. Well, I was gonna have like a little. I was gonna have like a little. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. You close it. You close it out. Close you close it, it out. Um. Well, yeah. Right, we're gonna hit the one minute ten mark or one minute nine thirty. But um. Yeah. That's that's a good little. That's a good little. So thanks to anyone who listens to us, and please uh, stand with my shitty-ass internet problems or whatever else is, you know, causing glitches. But thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah. And, thanks, uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks. It was a good talk, right? stumbles Graham. across this. Hopefully we'll be able to, to talk again pro- sometime soon, but not too soon. Give some time for other people to host a podcast and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should be rotating through a little bit, so... 
Yeah, and I'll, I'm gonna experiment some different kinds of episodes. So while this was just like a little a round table of us just talking, um, yeah, I'm um, gonna see what I can. I'll see what I can try to brew up next time. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Whoever does listen, and uh, especially the boys. Shout out to the boys. Yeah, shout out to the boys forever and ever. Forever. Shout out to my shout out to my mom, the big five zero. The big five zero. The big five zero. The big five zero. That's a big mark. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a milestone in life. Yeah. All right. Anywho. All right. Well, thank you well, all. This has been your daily dose of internet. <laughs> a daily dose of. This has been your daily legacy branch. And we'll see you again very very soon. <laughs> Hasta luego. Later. Peace. I just want to add a little side note as an end to the video. You know, with recording things like this, it's kind of interesting to see the little kinks or work out the kinks and figure out like what is best for the episode. And so this first episode was kind of just a trial run and I'm actually editing this about maybe a month after this was recorded. I'm finishing editing. And um, I personally, as the creator and editor, wanted to leave this little note on the first episode as kind of just a marker and sort of a little PS to the, not the viewer, but the listener. Just an interesting thing with podcasts and starting different things like this, new new projects, is that things are not always going to be 100% how you want them to be. And you also don't realize how much time is taken up by everything in your life. So this is a little passion project I have, so it's not like a professional ordeal. I mean, we're literally talking over Discord, recording on Audacity with whatever mic we have and some of us are even using our laptop mics, or some of us are even using our phones. And it's a very interesting process, and it's a fun experiment. So this isn't supposed to be taken super seriously as a, an actual podcast, and if people enjoy it, people enjoy it. We're just college kids living the life, and, you know, I kind of want to tell a... A weird form of a story as we grow in our college years and so I mean it's the start of a the next chapter of our life college it's a new story it's a new story and I'm ready to write the next pages with my boys I want to thank you for listening and you'll have a wonderful day thanks and gig'em <laughs>